Good morning, everyone. May the Lord richly bless you. I'm Jason DeMars. Welcome to the podcast. And I just want to remind everyone, if you have any questions, prayer requests, or testimonies, please let me know. You can contact me at jasondemars.com or any social media platform that you are listening on. I'm going to just give everyone a little reminder about some of the resources we have on our uh, website. Uh, You can go there and any of these items are free and the shipping is free as well. If you want to contribute, it gives you an option to do that there. Um, You can also pay for the shipping if you desire. If you don't desire, that's perfectly fine and be more than happy to pick all that up and send it your way. Um, here are some, these are some tracks. Um, this one is, first one is water baptism in one, what name? And so open it up and it goes through the history and the scriptures about, upon it and some visuals, etc. attached to that. You can get that when you place an order on the website. It's, you get five of them, um, so you have that. Then also there's one, does God send prophetic messages to the church today? So this goes through the scriptures that are promised, how God works uh, to reveal himself to his people. And you can get that there. It's a great way to share the message with people. Um, another one is the truth of God's oneness, going through the Godhead and why the Trinity is false. And then the last track that I have is uh, the mystery of the seed of the serpent revealed, and it's going through um, scriptural proof of the serpent seed and visuals there as well. Um, Again, you can get any one of those on our website under the resources. This is also a good outreach booklet. Um, it's, it's pretty short, but it has quite a bit of details on Malachi 4 and going through and showing how Brother Branham's ministry fulfills that. Um, also, we have a reference book for Believers, End Time Message Handbook, and this is 600 pages long. And it goes through most of the major topics of the message, um, quite a number of topics that I wrote over the period of four or five years. So with that said, um, thank you so much for listening in. Um, We're going to talk about the Nephilim today. And... That's from Genesis 6, verse 4. There were giants in the earth in those days. And also after that, when the sons of God came in unto the daughters of men, then they bare children to them. The same became mighty men, which were of old men of renown. And and so I think this is a, a very important topic. People talk about what are the Nephilim all the time. And... If you want to look at this, um, often they're referred to as the children of uh, fallen angels and women. And 
people go through a lot of details about this. Um, they, they believe that they, are, they were superhuman, superhuman men and women that God had to, or had to wipe out during the flood. And so um, when we look at this, I believe it comes from an understand, misunderstanding. People take that the sons of God are angels. And um, so the angels came down unto the daughters of men and married them and had children by them and then produced these superhuman Nephilim. But it's really a misunderstanding. The Bible never calls angels sons of God, and it certainly doesn't call demons sons of God. The sons of God uh, in, in the Bible are always for, referred to as men, human beings. So this is very simple. There's in, in Genesis 4 and 5, it's telling us about two different seed lines, the sons of Seth and the sons of and daughters of Cain. And these two seed lines got together and produced hybrids. And these giants in scripture, the Nephilim, it speaks of a bully or a tyrant. And it's very clear from scripture, it's not speaking about superhuman beings. Nephilim comes from a word which means to fall. And it, it, it's uh, many of the commentators on the scripture says these be, might be so called either because it made their fear to fall upon men or men through fear to fall before them because of their height and strength. And, and it says, it, it, it describes what these Nephilim are. Men which are of old, mighty men which were of old, strong men, brave men, mighty men, powerful champions, tyrants. That's what that mighty men words. Men of renown, men of fame and glory, conspicuous positions. Often these men were referred to as those who were actually um, model, they were the models of what the ancient gods, gods that were spoken of uh, by the Greeks and the Romans and Egyptians and all the ancient societies. They were the famous people. They were the people that did great feats, that did, um, uh, were tyrants before the flood. People take this um, and say this was a genetic line and, and Goliath was also a Nephilim from the genetic line, but I want to remind you, Goliath is after the flood and uh, th these Nephilim here are before the flood. Nephilim is speaking simply of a, a type of person. We, we could call Shaquille O'Neal a Nephilim. He's a giant, he did great, great things in basketball, he's extremely famous, intelligent actor, etc. Um, the Nephilim is not a genetic line. It is not the result of angels and demons coming, or demons and, and women coming together. Um, it's the result of the human genetic line producing famous, 
people that became tyrants. Um, you know, Brother Branham speaks about this, sons of God and daughters of men, um, and the viewpoint that it was fallen angels. He says, I know many of you have been listening to Dr. Dehan as a certain man of his caliber and a good Baptist brother, and I certainly appreciate him. He's got more intelligence and brains and forgot more than I'd ever know because he's a doctor of divinity, he's a medical doctor, he's a doctor of science, he's a smart man, but he's saying that when the sons of God saw the daughters or men were fair, he takes Josephus' stand and say that they were uh, pressed themselves into human flesh and taken unto them wives and there were giants in the land of Nod and they taken themselves wives and lived with them when the sons of God fallen angels taken and seen the daughters of men and the sex desire was such a great thing and yet them being sinful from falling they pressed themselves into human flesh says, if they do that, they spoil divine healing, they spoil everything else. If the devil can create, he's equal with God. The devil cannot create. So this very, very important. Um, Brother Branham clearly, clearly teaches us that that was the sons of Seth and the daughters of Cain too genetic lines coming together to produce uh, normal people, but also producing giants. So um, next there is that we have a problem from Jesus' answer to the disciples or to the Sadducees. They go through the story about seven brothers each successively die, all having the same wife. They say, "Who in the resurrection, who will they, be, who will they, who will be her husband?" And Jesus says, "You err, not knowing the scriptures or the power of God. For in the resurrection, this is Matthew twenty-two, verse thirty. For in the resurrection, they neither marry nor are given in marriage, but are as the angels." of God in heaven. So the, that's implying the angels of God in heaven do not have sex, get married, and reproduced. They don't do that. And so here we have a doctrine now that's saying, going back and saying, no, angels do get married, have sex, and reproduce. No. No, the word of God is unchanging, unfailing. These are not angels called sons of God. Sons of God are always referred to as human beings. Those are human beings. The sons of Seth through Adam. Adam, Adam's sons through Seth and daughters of Cain. So if you have any questions, prayer requests, or testimonies, please contact me at jasondemars.com. Thank you for listening in. May the Lord richly bless you.